the Cangria, home of Canada's queer media. My name is Luke Smith. And I'm Sebastian. And this is one of my favorite shows of the whole year. It is the Big Gay Quiz of the Year. And we are joined by three very talented people. Is that talent answering asinine questions based on queer uh, history over the past year? No. But we have competing today, Jess Vale, thank you so much for joining. Also, we have Alex Tiber and Heather Van Zulen. Thank you all for joining us. Now, we have two teams. If you're playing along, now is your chance. Grab a pen, grab some paper or a notepad or the note function on your smartphone mm-hmm. or just plan on joining in but never actually join in. Either way works for us. It is a quiz. There will be points and no prizes. On team one, we have the wonderful ladies of the group, uh, Heather and Jess. You will be team A. If you can come up with a better name, I am all ears. Team B is the boys. And that is... Chicken Bouillon. Chicken Bouillon is the name of Sebastian (laughs) and Alex Tabez's name. (laughs) All right. B is for Bouillon. I I feel like... Our name should be something related to cat sweaters uh, in honor of Jess. Jess is wearing a fantastic cat. cat uh, lady cardigan, like a vest. If- <laughs> All right, let's dive into the quiz. Lights went a bit dimmer this year as two of the world's greatest drag queens passed away. Mm-hmm. I am obviously referring to the incredibly talented Lily Savage as well as Dame Edna. Now, British icon and TV personality Paul O'Grady, a.k.a. Lily Savage, died in March at age 67. And Barry Humphreys, a.k.a. Dame Edna, died at 89 in April of this year. We also saw Andre Brower of Brooklyn Nine-Nine pass away recently at 61. Andrew Lemsden, the founder of Gay News in the UK, died at 82 And the DC writer behind Doom Patrol, Rachel Pollock, also died at 77. This is such down note to start on. (laughs) You know, it's it's sort of like when you find out that, like, you know, George Burns died when he was 99. And it's like, you know what? That's not even sad. Good for him. Good life. But the reason why I started with this is because who else is going to commemorate some of these folks? Fair. You know what I mean? Like, it's important that somebody... Pause and remember, and and that's what we're doing. Our first question. Which pride in Canada has gone through the biggest roller coaster this year? Hamilton. You guys talk about Hamilton every other week. Okay, we're seeing Hamilton from the attacked sweaters. I don't know if you have that. That is not it. I would say the city of the big boom, Halifax. It is Halifax. Halifax Pride was reeling from the loss of its executive director last year and then an overhaul of the board. And then another now, executive director. And then another, and then executive. another one. If and I had a dollar one. for every emergency meeting that Halifax Pride had held this year, I would have more than one dollar. Mm-hmm. It has been a nightmare. However, Interim Operations Manager Fiona Kerr, former staff member, and the new board recently this December assured community members that the finances are stable and they've ushered in a new wave of transparency and consultation. But multiple times this year, there have been 
emergency meetings, lack of information, mm-hmm. and just overall ups and downs. Hamilton was a good answer for last year. Oh. Toronto was an excellent answer for two years ago. Mm. Yeah. What Toronto icon had a plaque raised at the location of the former Sapphire Tavern? Jackie, Jackie, uh, she did Northern Soul Motown style soul music. Jackie, oh. I'll give it to you. It's Jackie Shane. Jackie Shane. The trans, black black trans icon behind uh, so much of the soul music out of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Jackie Shane has been commemorated at the start of Toronto Pride with a plaque raised at the site of the former Sapphire Tavern. Mm -hmm. What's most notable is Jackie Shane, who was openly trans, moved out of the States Mm -hmm. at a time where it was very much not permissible to be either of those things and really set the Toronto music scene ablaze. I feel like I need to look up Toronto soul music. Mm. That's a concept. If I remember correctly, when they actually finally tracked her down, they asked her, like, you know, she's huge in the 60s, kind of big in the early 70s, and kind of disappeared. They tried. She, she retired to Nashville and yeah. told no one. Yeah, and it was <laughs> when they found her. They're like, you know, was it was it was it homophobia? Was it transphobia? Was it anti-black racism? And she was like, I was a soul musician in the '60s. End it. It was basically just, yeah, I went home. Yeah, everyone's going disco now. Bye. But my next question for you, and this might be a head scratcher, what led openly gay man Aziz? To sue the federal government, specifically Health Canada, this past year. Headlice. It was not headlice. You said it was a head scratcher. Uh, actually, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. The blood, the blood uh, donation guy? A wonderful answer. However, the federal government rolled back its prohibitions on blood donations in 2020. Two. Oh God, am I a year behind? You are a year behind. <laughs> but there was one prohibition that remained that prohibited gay men and bisexual men from donating something this year. Oh, is it sperm? It is sperm. It's it sperm. is absolutely, it is absolutely sperm. Aziz took Health Canada court for the safety of sperm and over-regulations which prohibited gay men and bisexual men from donating sperm to a sperm bank unless they had been abstinent for three months. I feel like the Health Canada has rolled back most of its prohibitions on gay men and bisexual men, or rather men who have sex with men, donating... Parts of their body. ...tissues of various natures. Except for hair. You can make a sweater out of that. You can, which just (laughs) repulses me. It repulses me. Um, the organization CCGSD, formerly known as Jazz Vision, created a sweater made out of gay hair, and people wore it. <laughs> and I, I okay, know. but well, did they use exclusively gay hair, or did they is. outsource it from was, straight people as well? It, was, it wasn't enough hair. It was a gay sweater. Did made they verify entirely... the gay hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now moving on, what led pro-Trump digital strategist? Eric Spacklin to imply that Justin Trudeau had come out this past August. Maybe that, made... that uh, little uh, divorce he had. Oh, you know? that's right. There's accusations that it was because he was cheating on her with like some dude. But then I think the dude was like unnamed and it was complete. 
Justin Trudeau is the kind of guy that, like, people who don't understand gay people think gay people are like. But I know. I, I think it was that. It could have been that. I also think it could be that he got a new haircut. And that was pretty... <laughs> he went jogging with, like, his shirt off. Oh, maybe. right. Down the bridge. Or, or he, And he had his security detail with him, and they were dressed appropriately, and everybody yeah. thought they were a couple. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so that is not why uh, pro-Trump digital strategist Eric Spracklin implied that Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, had come out this August. Mm. It was actually a picture that Trudeau tweeted of him and his son going to see Barbie. Oh. Now, just Did he do like, a very good job at analyzing that situation. No, just like thousands and thousands. In fact, Barbie was the biggest grossing film of the year. Yep. Uh, just like millions of Canadians, Trudeau went to go see Barbie with his son. I believe he went to go see Oppenheimer with his daughter mm-hmm. and also posted a picture of that. But two men Super of various awesome. ages in pink outfits was enough to convince pro-Trump digital strategist Eric Spreckland that Trudeau was gay. He is not gay. And definitely not with his son. Yes. Like, we can confirm that. <laughs> yes. This is a two-point question. Ooh. One point for Wait, are you each. keeping track of the points? Yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep track of your own points. I have, a, I have eight million I don't points. Think, I don't think anyone has actually got one right We yet. did. I got the... Oh, I got one you got the organ one, right? Yeah, I got, the organ, yeah, I got yeah, sperm yeah. right. Yeah, you yeah. got sperm right. I got okay. Halifax. Yeah. Okay, so it's one... one. It's a draw. Oh, my God. Which, and Jackie Sheen. You gave me a point for that. Okay, so two, one. Uh, All right. Which two provinces in Canada railroaded human rights and explicitly acknowledged that their legislation would trample the rights of certain young Canadians. Which two provinces in Canada railroaded human rights and explicitly acknowledged that their legislation would trample the rights of certain young Canadians? I, 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 I think both Jess and I are on the same page here, which is unfortunate because we're competing against each other. But if you say there was a law and two provinces did a thing that... that went against the feds. You would say Alberta and Quebec. Yeah. It does not matter what the thing is. You would just say Alberta and Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Who disagreed with the federal government? Alberta, Quebec. Yeah. It's like, it's like who disagreed with the EU? Well, probably France and maybe Greece, I guess. It was just... Nowadays, it's Hungary and maybe Poland. And France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is railroad a hint? Or is it... I feel like BC. Is it Oregon and California? Okay, okay, we're in Canada. Provinces. But he said railroad. Those but are you said states. provinces. <laughs> also, we're not on the same team. I'm saying BC because they have railroads. Do you want a second guess? Quebec, <laughs> because they're always okay. against things. Sebastian, they also have who railroads. do you think? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Because Alberta did the notwithstanding clause, and then Quebec is Quebec. So now, Heather, did you have an opinion? <laughs> okay, I was going to say Alberta and Quebec, but now it just looks like I'm, I'm jumping on no, no, the popular train. There's a reason why you're on the popular train, <laughs> probably the right train but there's railroads so maybe not is there railroads all of you all of you are wrong all of you are incorrect the provinces of new brunswick and saskatchewan introduced legislation related to trans students in their school system which included the notwithstanding clause 
thought that was Alberta. You guys talked about that like two days ago. Wasn't it yeah. Alberta? Oh my God. It was the anti-trans bill with the inclusion of the notwithstanding clause, effectively acknowledging that their laws would likely be challenged on the grounds of human rights. This led to backlash in both provinces, mm. including the resignation of Saskatchewan's Human Rights Commissioner. That's good. I think so Saskatchewan the, the, so and the, New Brunswick. I think yeah, the members the, of this panel owe a formal apology to both Quebec and Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, the railway hint was a red herring, and I hate that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> In August, Global Affairs Canada issued travel advice to 2S LGBTQI plus travelers to what... Surprising country. Oh God, what was it? Is what? it the U.S.? It's the United, it was the United, United States. States. It was absolutely, a... especially Florida and Utah. Now, in an advisory titled to us LGBTQ travelers, it is 100%. Canadians are warned that their rights may be restricted depending on where in the U.S. they travel, as to spirit lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, question, and intersex people. Some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect 2S LGBTQI plus persons. The advisory warns, check local state laws. This comes on the heels of one of the largest that pro- was deeply mocked, though, because they're like, if they were to say, be careful where you go, fair enough. But if you say the United States, it's like, yes, that's right. Famously homophobic place, New York City, LA, San Francisco. What? It was just, what are you doing? It was... Oh, like if they were to say there are specific places in the states where you, that are not as friendly as the rest of the states, you should be careful when you travel. It's a very like diverse country in terms of politics and local co- like fine, but like all of the United. That's right, Miami. I'm yeah. afraid to go to Miami. Like it's are, worth noting that oh. this year, hundreds of legislative bills have been introduced that roll back rights for trans and queer folks across multiple states. Not in Oregon. The whole thing was nuts. It was an overgeneralization. Okay, right, we're going to move on. Hashtag not all states. Not all states. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a wild west down there. I'm moving on now to Monique Lagrange. Monique Lagrange was removed as a member of the Red Deer Catholic Regional School Board for breach of policy related to posting a meme on Facebook that directly compared celebrating pride to Nazi youth indoctrination. But who did she say that she had consulted and told her, quote, do it, go for it, end quote? God. Was it? Oh God, I just listened to this episode. Jess's sweater vest? I can't remember. (laughs) Her dead mother threw her dog. Oh. Just like Mackenzie King. (laughs) Jeez Louise. You know what? I am going to give you the point for God. Because in response to an investigation by the school board, she alleged that she had consulted the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit let her know that she could, quote, do it, go for it. And that was her reason. The only sect that I know of that claims that you can have direct communion with God yourself are the Friends of Jesus, also known as the Quakers. But they're super liberal. So this woman is lying. She did not speak to God. 
I don't know. I was raised Holy Pentecostal. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. that's right, Pentecostals. Yeah. Because yeah. you have you have the, the uh, Jesus God and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, no, because some of them are like, well, you can't speak to him directly. You need the Metatron, and others are like, well, yeah, but the, the, the Holy Spirit can come through you, and like it depends on what sect you're in. But like, no, 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 it's super complicated. But yeah, no, I know. Yeah, Pentecostals. I, I forgot Pentecostals also think you can you, wow. you can fairly commune directly with God through the Holy Spirit and not through the Metatron. Either yeah. way, it doesn't really have anything to do with Nazi children. No, absolutely not. Wow. Okay, moving on. Why did the creator of Libs of TikTok call for a boycott of Fruit Loops? It was like what the hell three, is a Libs of TikTok? Three weeks ago oh. this happened. Uh, yeah, I know. I just listened to it and I don't uh, remember it. Why do uh, I remember things? Libs of TikTok is uh, basically like a troll and trying to find liberal TikTok videos and make fun of them. Oh. She just reposts them. She doesn't even comment. She just finds them and reposts them. Like liberal people on TikTok? Have you ever seen Daily... What's the joy of Imagine Daily Dose of Internet, except uh, no commentary and just other people's clips. Oh, I don't know if I understand that. I spend all my time on Reddit. Why why no Fruit Loops? It wasn't the rainbow because there's only four colors in Fruit Loops and that's not the full six color rainbows. That doesn't count. It had something to do with the box. There was art on the box or something. Is it a toucan? He looks like a penis? Well, I mean... <laughs> he doesn't. I don't know what penis is I'm just throwing this at. out. Um, but... No, it had something to do with the put... So no! There was books in there! There was books in there! I'm gonna give it to Sebastian. So, the American commentator and many other Americans, lots of Americans, lots, so of, to get there. lots of slightly misguided Americans, decided to boycott Fruit Loops for a campaign that they oh, launched right. in Canada. So, not an American campaign at all. Mm -hmm. It was a campaign in Canada in collaboration with BGC, Boys and Girls Club of Canada, uh, as well as Kids Press. Essentially, Kellogg's had teamed up with BGC and Kids Press and created a QR code on the Fruit Loops boxes that takes you to books that promote community. And some of them did mention the gays. That yes. mouse. I remember really there was a, a they or something yeah. about... They referenced... Just like the, the clip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They okay. referenced trans people briefly in one book. Mm. Yeah. And that was enough for Americans to boycott Fruit Loops for a campaign in Canada. All right. We have run out of time for today, uh, for the first segment. We're going to be playing our first track of the day, which is Padum Padum by Kylie Minogue. This track took the gaze by storm. And we will be back just Shivers when I look into you 
hit this year for the queer community. Now, lightning round. Uh-oh. Oh, no. There is up to 40 points available for anyone who happens to be keeping track. Mm. Now, this year, Hershey's Canada stood behind including trans activist Faye Johnston in the recent Her For She campaign. But what are some of the other brands that faced a boycott call due to their inclusion of queer folks or support for Pride? Bud Light. What are brands that faced a boycott call? Disney. Boy, uh, we got Bud Light for one, Disney on the other one. And Skittles with their rainbows. Skittles, yeah. Barbie or Mattel. Uh, yeah. When you've run out of ideas, just let me know. Mm. Right now, the ladies are leading. Three, I mean, two. Fruit Loops. We already went through that. It would be a repeat, but it is. Ooh, that's a cheap shot. I'll give you three. <laughs> I'll give you three. It is a cheap shot, though. Rough chicken. Popeye. Popeye. Popadom chicken. Chipotle for the opposite. Weirdly, chicken. Chipotle and Popeyes was not on the list. I will give Chick Fil A. Oh, that's, that's the one. <laughs> now, Chick Fil A, who is famously conservative. upset conservatives by not being conservative enough. They're open on Sundays now. Yeah. Mm. Oof. Any other names? What what about stuff from 2022? No, it was 2023. uh, The last year. This is the big quiz of 2023. Did they boycott Mr. Potato Head again? That's true. Actually, you're right. Toy Story (laughs) was boycott this year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Think of something joyful and pure. Somebody corrupted it. Libraries. Not that I can see. Libraries as a whole. Not specifically. I'm not going to give you libraries. I have a list of like 40 (laughs) companies. And Baldur's Gate and libraries are not on my list. (laughs) All right. It was a long shot. Oreos. No. Can't be cream eggs. Yes. Oreos. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, sometimes when you're saying Cadbury cream eggs, Oreos come out. Oreos come out. Okay. I'm not going to give you Cadbury cream eggs. No, no, no. Uh, Hasbro. Pokemon. No. Going twice. No. Apple. I'm joking. Okay. Um, I'm just making it. Doctor Who. Also, no. Is that a brand? Now, I would have accepted. And I'm going to take a deep breath here. Are you go through all 40? Budweiser, Build-A-Bear, Target, Maybelline, Ultra Beauty, Hershey's, Innocent, The North Face, Halifax Bank, Lego, Chick-fil-A, Tampax, 
Coles, Starbucks, Marks and Spencers, Costa Coffee, Nike, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Burger King, Oatly, Cadbury Cream Eggs, Adidas, Hallmark, Flora, Toy Story, Doritos, Co-op Bank, Cottonelle, PetSmart, Primark, Walgreens, The Disney Channel, PayPal, Allstate Insurance, Wells Fargo, The Chicago White Sox, JP Morgan, Firefox, the US Postal Service, Tesco's, Home Depot, Ikea, Walmart, Ford, and Jack Daniels. I'm sorry, are these all gay companies? I remembered one that's not on that list. Which is? Balenciaga. Balenciaga being boycott. I will give you that. Yes. I will give you that. It's so, five like, to they, three Does that mean they get a point for the five? No, no, they get four points and you get three points. Now, Perfect. there were a astonishing number of boycotts called on brands all across the world. Most famously, one lady was particularly upset with Costa Coffee and their support for the trans community and protested it by having a coffee at Marks and Spencers. Twitter users were quick to point out that two months earlier, she also had a boycott of Marks and Spencers, which she had forgotten about when she was then boycotting Costa Coffee. It's hard to keep track of your boycotts. It's hard to keep track of your boycotts. Yeah. Mm. That's the moral of the story. Moving on. <laughs> what revelation concerned workers at TikTok about gay content? Did it get banned more often? No. Because TikTok will ban you. If you if you live stream on TikTok, they will ban you at the drop of the hat because AI cannot tell that you are a gay person making a gay joke. Mm. It can't tell the difference between someone who's serious and someone who's poking fun at themselves. And... Twitch yep. also does that. Mm. Yeah. Never occurred to me uh, things that are tech involved would have AI controlling things, but that totally makes sense. Mm. And... Yeah. Did it have to do with the, prom not the promotion thing, the, the, the recommendations that if you watched a lot of gay videos that it would recommend... Other gay videos? No, not other, no, that, no, that was the thing though. It wouldn't recommend other gay videos. It would recommend, there's something that it would recommend, but it wasn't other gay videos. Uh, Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> Viewers that watch gay content also watch Joe Rogan. <laughs> I mean, that is true, but uh, no, um... Recipes. <laughs> I mean, how to cook that is important work. Yeah. It had, so, it had to do with the, the recommendations algorithm of if you watch, if you watch something, then it would get you to, to gay content, or if you watch gay content, it would direct you to... Or something. I'm gonna move towards the answer, you're all wrong. Okay. According to workers in both the US, Australia, and Elsa, TikTok tracked users who watch gay content. Now, just to reiterate, TikTok was tracking the users that watch gay content. Gasp. They responded saying that not everyone who watches baking content are bakers. So not everyone who watches gay content is gay. But the major concern was that nefarious countries who want to know who's gay in their country mm. would be able to access that information as TikTok was tracking it. Yeah. I mean, what? this is this is Gross. The, the dirty secret of the internet. If you're getting a service for free, you are the product. If you are watching something for free, 
they're tracking you. And that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it fair. That also especially doesn't make it fair if they're selling your information to shifty governments. All right, we're going to move on. Sebastian and everyone else. Who upset the sisters of perpetual indulgence? Was it the sisters of perpetual motion? (laughs) No. No, it was... Who who upset the sisters of perpetual indulgence? It was a baseball team. Which one was it? It was the... Oakland somethings? Oakland? The Oakland uh, 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 Acorns. The Chicago was, Cubs. It was a baseball team. Baltimore Orioles. It was a baseball team. <laughs> any any other any other team uh, ideas? New York Mets. No, <laughs> New York no, Mets. it was RuPaul. No. RuPaul. No. RuPaul himself. It was yeah. West Coast because the, that's they're, they're based out of, of... You're talking about a baseball team? Northern California. It could have been football. I mean, I could just be like, you know... Uh, apple cider. So I mean, I don't know. It it, 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 it. I love hearing you talk about sports. I'm gonna guide you all towards an answer. The Los Angeles Dodgers uh. had initially invited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, who are a satirical, uh, irreverent group that focuses on fundraising within the queer community, for the tenth anniversary of their Pride Night. Someone said that the Sisters of uh, Perpetual Indulgence was anti-Christian. They then uninvited them. Mm. There was backlash, and the Dodgers had to issue a groveling apology Mm. to bring the Sisters back. So it was the Los Angeles Dodgers (sighs) that upset the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. It just seems like a big mess. Like, you're trying to get people in, like, a different community. You're trying to get the gay community in. And then you botch that, because, but now everyone's unhappy. Everyone so you, was unhappy. You should have, like, just stuck with your gun. You're absolutely right. No one left this situation thrilled with what was going on. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence were less than thrilled. Next question. Why was a shoe theft by 76-year-old Terry Martin International News? I don't remember this oh, one. Is- is it like Wizard of Oz shoes or something? It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was ruby slippers. It was like ruby slippers. In 2005, yeah. Terry Martin, who lives 12 kilometers away, stole the ruby slippers from the museum that had the Wizard of Oz famous shoes. They were recovered in the 2018 FBI sting, and in 2023, Martin was charged. Are you telling me like a seven-year-old stole shoes? Well, he wasn't 76 years old in 20, 2005. What year 50s. is it? It would have been in his 50s in 2005. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not good at math. Why did the Food and Drug Administration release a public warning related to small bottles of energy shots? Is this something like, don't put it up your butt? I immediately thought that as well. Thank you for being on my team and experiencing that same moment. Okay. The, it's not right. Wait, are you saying the whole bottle or the contents? Just like, no, they try to like put the contents, but the whole bottle goes up. That's not the correct okay. answer. That's well, not the correct it was a good answer. answer. I think they drink. just don't give you five hours of energy. I mean, I, three at best. Is this like those like tiny little ginseng bottles? Is yes. That what we're talking uh, about? Uh, Five-hour energy on yeah. the on the counter at your convenience store. I mean, yeah. it's either that or poppers. 
<laughs> and you're giggling, so I'm guessing they're saying that like poppers are banned. No, the, oh. you you are right. This follows several cases of people who mistook. Did they like poppers, put it up their nose? Which is oh. uh, amyl nitrate, uh-huh. which should not be consumed uh-huh. uh, orally by by anybody. Do not drink poppers. Key advice: mm-hmm. Do not drink poppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people didn't realize that and were chugging what they thought were five-hour energy shots and was actually (gasps) amyl nitrate leading to a warning from the FDA. Oh my God, it's the opposite of what you're saying. This sounds like it would be a really good episode of House. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) It would be a great episode of House. amazing. Okay, next question. This question might be a little bit more challenging. One in four. Oh, no. One in four grinder users use the app for what purpose? Making friends? Finding drugs. Casual hookups? <laughs> that's more than one in four. <laughs> yeah, that's more than <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Man, that's everyone on grinder. Uh, uh, Heather, what's your guess? We all said one. Trying to find out if coworkers are gay or not. <laughs> I would I would say work. Trying to, to, yeah. to actually I my my I mean I, I made a joke answer. Well, I mean, uh, but no. Um. Uh. Yeah. Probably trying to find a job or something. I am gonna give it to Jess. Oh. Because one in four grinder users use it for networking. I actually have a friend that uses it to meet new people because he's one of those I want to meet new people and he uses Grinder for that as, among other platforms. But now this year was a busy year for Grinder, accused of union busting. They informed all of their workers who were working remotely that they must move to certain on-site locations. Uh, it led to a understandably very high turnover in staff. At Grinder, mm-hmm. but Grinder also reported this year record profits. This year also saw Grinder issue warnings in Egypt and New York mm-hmm. and in many other locations of people using the app to target vulnerable folks for crimes. Actually, in New York, people were using uh, Grinder as a trap to uh, target LGBT folks. A uh, honeypot. They were using it as a honeypot. So kind of like all right in a weird way. What caused acrimony between the English Chess Federation and the International Chess Federation? Inclusion of trans women. Uh, You've nailed it. FIDE, which is the International uh, Chess Federation, has this year decided to ban trans participants. But the English League did not. This echoes bans in several other sports against trans athletes. 2023 also marked the first global competition to be won by an openly trans athlete. Jamie Gumbro, who is 23, won the World Croquet Federation Championship. The United Nations Special Procedures Human Rights Council also this year released a policy position saying that they should end discrimination based on sexual orientation, gender orientation, and sex characteristics. I mean, everyone from cycling to rugby to chess 
has weighed in on trans participation. There are sports that already have mixed teams or it wouldn't be a big deal. So, like, if if trans people ever get banned from curling, that'll be a shock. If they get... Uh, the, the, what's the Team Frisbee one? Extreme Frisbee. If they get uh, banned from that, that would be a shock. I, I would love to see, like, an all-inclusive Crokinole League. Oh, I'd be in. But <laughs> I feel like the ban for chess well, is also quite shocking. It, it's a complicated thing. I think some physical levels have trouble with mm. this thing. Just like men and women are built differently physically, and that's a that's a whole rabbit hole thing yeah, to go down. If you're talking, uh, about but I'm talking like about Greco- chess. Yeah. Like, come on. If it's Greco-Roman <laughs> wrestling, that's gonna be one thing. I, I think the concern with it's chess. So hard, it's though. not that trans women were banned. It's that trans women were banned from the women's league. And it's because in open leagues, when everyone is allowed to compete, there has never been a female winner. So I think what they're just thinking is that it's just the long tail phenomenon where, like, um, because no woman has ever won the open league, it's unfair because there is some hidden yet to be discovered advantage that men may or may not have against women that makes it unfair to women if men compete against them. And so, therefore... Trans women, it's like this, this long... It's a lot, it's, it's a very, it's complicated. Yeah. Because physically, men and women have different strengths, like, just physically. Yeah. And there's nothing, whether or not, like, whatever you want to identify is fine. It's yeah. just, physically, there are some things. So, if you, if you do transition, and now you're yeah. a woman, which is great, yeah. uh, you may have some physical attributes that are not... For people that have been training their whole life, it's yeah. a little trickier for them to swallow that down as like, this is now my competition. Well, uh, I'll tell because you... there's always people that are going to do it just for the sake of it. So you can yeah. have people abusing, re- abusing this, not just because they have a, a, the sexual identity, but just, I can win yeah, yeah, if yeah. I switch over to the woman's side because I'm physically more capable. When I lived And in that's Hong where it's going to be... I don't think there's any reported cases of someone I'm saying down change their gender, gender identity just to win a professional sport. I... Okay. I know, but there are just... some sports where it's not an issue, though. Because I, I can tell I you, agree with that. And chess when is definitely I, one of those. When I lived in Hong Kong, the <laughs> reigning multi-year dragon boat race winning team was a bunch of grandmas. I believe that. And it has nothing to do with the physical strength of rowing the boat. It has to do with rhythm. Everyone has to have their paddle hit the water, push, and come out of the water at the exact same instant. And those grandmas were all musicians and had a perfect sense of rhythm. So their, bo- their boat would just launch across the water because they just had perfect rhythm. It had nothing to do with strength. So some sports... Like, I think, it, yeah, it really comes down to the type of sport. Yeah. Like, how do you decide that? Yeah, yeah. MMA, I don't know about that. Gonna... Dragon boating and curling. What Arizona law threatened musicals, pantomime, and Shakespeare? Was it that iced tea was going to be more than a dollar? That would threaten musicals, pantomime, and Shakespeare. What Arizona law threatened musical, pantomime, and Shakespeare? That you can't cross-dress and perform at the same time. You have made it. This, the Arizona law, as well as several Republican anti-drag bills were introduced. Uh, They were incredibly broad and prohibited performing in clothing and makeup of opposite of one's birth sex. Mm-hmm. Now, the anti-drag bills in Florida and Tennessee 
have all been struck down by the courts as unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there is no drag ban that has remained after a court challenge. That means The Simpsons would be illegal because the voice of Bart, actually most cartoon... Oh yeah, the voice acting? Yeah, the the voice actors of most cartoon children boys is adult females. And Peter Pan in live productions is usually an adult female. Well, usually a woman in her young 20s. So it's actually really common for certain roles to cross-dress. And there's a lot of comedies. Uh, I mean, that's why you bring up pantomimes, where it's traditional to have elderly, matronly women played by men. Gay men. Gay men. Gay especially, men. like, the, the sort of Dame Medna vibe. I'm thinking, like, uh, Monty Python. Oh. oh. They did the best the, old ladies. The pepper pots, yeah. Well, I mean, also... Uh, the, just Eric Idle, like, oh, yes. The one the gay streets. man in the kids in the hall was the least feminine cross-dressing woman as well, but the best grandma. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, yeah, it's it's a thing. It's, it's part of comedy. It's a part of live performance. I think it was just one of those things where the spirit of the law, I don't know what they were going for, but whatever they were going for, it was just badly written because they were mm-hmm. accidentally cutting out way too much. So, before we jump to our next song, one last question. What surprised the British building surveyor George Rogers on his February flight to Sydney, Australia? What surprised the British building surveyor George Rogers on his February flight to Sydney, Australia? Whilst you and the audience think about that, we're going to be playing Jericho by Inico, and we will be back just after I'm from outer space, I got Milky Way for blood, evolution in my veins I'm gone, I've been far away, I'm illuminated, I'll make a move, start the waves I've been dreaming about flying for a long time I had a vision from the crazy they want a co-sign Artificially intelligent way AI I'm your future best and present, I'm a fine line Yeah, I'm a missing of this illusion
And that was Jericho by Inika and, uh, oh, sorry, in Inika. Just before the break, I had asked our wonderful panelists, what surprised British building surveyor George Rogers on his recent February flight to Sydney, Australia? I remember now. Was he on uh, the wrong plane? He was the only straight man. He, they were flying to the gay games. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the point. He accidentally booked a flight <laughs> on the Cantus World Pride flight featuring feather boas and drag queens. And he said he had a lovely time. He, had, <laughs> he said there were great vibes. There was a mid-flight drag show. It was a lovely day. Um, but it was certainly surprising. We need more folks like that in the world where you're just like, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting. You know, just like go with it. Like you're on your flight. Everyone's having a great so time. Yay. You know the, the Lemon Bucket Orchestra? No. They're, they're do not know that. Gypsy punk band from Toronto. Okay. And every time they get on a flight, they check their instruments because like if you have like, a, you know, a $7,000 loot, you're not going to stick that in the luggage compartment underneath. You're going to take that on with you. Right. There are so many videos of the Lemon Bucket Orchestra on a train, a plane, or a public subway or something who just get bored and pull out their instruments. And they're just playing a lute? They're just jamming. They're just jamming. And it's there's so many videos of of them. And other bands as well. uh, Too Many Zoos also does that as well. Like There's so many bands that that just pull out their instruments. It'd be great to... Well, if you want a little sleepy... You know, you, well, I think it really depends. You, know, on, you got to feel the vibe of the group. If you want right? a nap, <laughs> you want to feel the vibe. And there's a because some people like are just trying to like get from like business to business, and yeah. they're like haven't slept, and they're like I was going to sleep on the flight, and then Gypsy Punk Band is like like next to you. That could be a little bit irritating. This year, Helena Vieira, writing for the London School of Economics, reported on a study into the occupations that had the highest proportion of gay and queer folks oh, working. I remember this. My question is, and there are up to 10 points available, uh-huh. what were the gayest jobs? Technical Now, I, what I mean here is jobs where they are disproportionately held by queer folks. You can't yes. just say your job. Technical writer is number four. Oh. Any other suggestions on what are the gayest jobs? Bearing in mind that Helena Vieira identified social perceptiveness Mm -hmm. and the independence of the task Uh as being key drivers behind the trend. Librarians. I feel like there's a lot of lesbian librarians. Librarians were not top ten. Non-court lawyers. So like contract lawyers, negotiation lawyers, uh, immigration lawyers. What about hairdressers? Not top ten. The top ten. Real estate. In going from number one down, psychologists. Okay. Training and development specialist managers, social and community service managers, technical writers, Occupational therapists, massage therapists, urban and regional planners, producers and directors, post-secondary teachers, and then probation officers and correctional treatment specialists. I just want to point out that when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up to be a massage therapist, and I went to school for both social work and psychology. There it is. (laughs) 
The only time I had a, a like medically required massage was a very heavy set lesbian, and she cracked my bones. It was amazing. As she should. You're not a small person. That Full body be, weight. Yeah. It was, and she was like, are you okay? I was like, you can do more. She's like, how about now? I was like, you can do more. And she was like, how about now? I was like, oh God, you can do more. And then like afterwards, you're like, uh. And it wasn't, it wasn't like osteopath. It was like an actual like medical massage therapist and, mm. and she started like just from like feeling my back she could say like this these are your problems this is why this yeah. is cause and, blah, blah, blah. and it was so she guessed that i was a knitter from feeling my back she was like all the fine motor muscles are you muscles. sure like the needles didn't fall out of your no back no no she was waiting? like all the fine modal motor muscles on your back are incredibly developed all the large muscles are not you are basically homebound you, all you do is watch cartoons and knit. Well, she like just... some sort of like massaging Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Right? Like, you're like they're like feeling like a dead body. Like oh, this person did like lacrosse. And she said it was in a list. It was like you you knit or you sketch or she had like a list of hobbies that involve fine fine motor skills. It wasn't specifically just knitting, but I was still like. That's that's um, fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Some people are just really anyway. Like they can tell from the bones if someone was an archer. What is believed to be behind gay fruit flies? Other gay fruit flies. <laughs> I am I am very tempted to accept other gay fruit flies. Wait, is this another red herring? <laughs> I don't understand the way you phrase questions. It's like you're trying to bait me to say something. I actually think his answer is the best. Fruit flies... Fruit flies like Whatever the like, other answer is, I'm right either way. Yeah, no, fruit flies reproduce like every two hours or something. That's why they use them for science. Researchers at the Planck Institute for Chemical Ecology in Germany have found that ozone pollution degrades the sex hormone of insects. And they believe this is, that this degradation of sex pheromones has led to the global decline in insects. Essentially, ozone pollution makes male fruit flies unable to identify female fruit mm. flies, and they attempt to mate with other male fruit flies. Okay, so it's like a global warning. warming. It's a surplus thing. of ozone. It's the opposite. Book bans were up 33% this year in it the United sure States of America. Every other day. But after Utah introduced the bill banning many books, the Utah law, which bans books containing ban pornographic or indecent content, anonymous parents complained that one book contained incest, onanism, bestiality, prostitution, genital mutilation, fellatio, dildos, rape, and even infanticide. And it should be banned under the new Utah law. What was the book? The Bible. That is the correct answer. Wow. <laughs> Utah. Alex, Alex, come on, you say that. Utah parents. Another book has it all. Utah parents allege that the Bible containing many of these things should be banned under the new I Utah I love Utah law. parents. Fantastic. So why did the Daily Mail apologize 
about Iceland. Did they forget it exists? Oh, yeah, a lot of people think it doesn't. It's like a fabric of... Was it false advertising? It's not really just made of ice? Oh, yeah. Is it not as icy as you think it would be? Iceland can be found underneath Australia, which also does not exist. Right. Yes. Um, And by underneath, I don't mean, like, topographically. I mean, like, one is on top of the other, like a shell You have to do, like, a tunneling effect. Yes. I'm going to give you a clue. (laughs) It's not the country. Iceland, not the country... Is it like an attraction it's somewhere? It's a state of mind. Oh, isn't it? Is it an ice attraction in California? I'm going to give you the correct answer. In September, the Daily Mail reported on the tax on staff at the grocery chain Iceland, as shoplifters allegedly used needles with HIV to threaten staff, and several staff allegedly had been infected with HIV. This was shown to be both false and damaging. The executive chair of Iceland, Richard Walker, eventually apologized for sharing misinformation. Okay, so Iceland's a company in this circumstance? Yeah. They sell frozen foods? Yeah. Sunny Hosting, the VU co-host, said that gay men have what unusual superpower? Interior decoration. (laughs) <laughs> Polydactyly. Neither of those is correct. Power to give sass at any moment. Gay men do have that power. Is it something to do with the sense of smell? You've nailed it. Heather, <laughs> now, thank God you're here. Sunny <laughs> Hosting referencing a small study alleged that gay men are able to, quote, smell out other gay men. Wow. That oh, is not... That is not accurate. However, an Australian study this year did find that most people were able to identify gay men based on the sound of their voice. Interesting. Okay, so I want to ask the gay the gay men here. What do you do you smell what do you smell when you smell like let's say each other? Do you, do you smell anything <laughs> significant to be like that's I, a gay man? Like I've never been able to smell another lesbian, so like I I don't I feel like if you walked into a room and you could smell them, it would be a lot easier for the gay people. I mean, I think the smell in this case is a metaphor. Although there was a, there was a company that trained an AI to be able to identify gay people just from facial features. I don't think it was like metaphor was what's happening here, but like literally smell, like smell. The yeah. last question of the quiz. What did the NHL, the National Hockey League, change its mind about after just two weeks? The changes... rainbow jerseys. No, during no in an official game, you have to wear the team colors associated with whether or not you are home no, or visiting. No, but they were they were wearing them during practice. They had they used to have special like practice only. No, uniforms. but they were recently saying no, they can't do that, right? All right. That's during what I'm full saying. games, it is not jerseys. Hockey oh, the, 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 the rainbow tape, tape on the sticks. You are right. The ban on pride tape. The NHL originally issued the ban so the players wouldn't have to appear next to anyone demonstrating personal support for special initiatives. Heaven forbid in a professional June, sport. In June of 2023, the NHL banned players from wearing pride-themed warm-up jerseys yes. during their LGBTQ-inclusive pride nights. However, the ban on pride tape on their sticks was a bridge too far. And the NHL, after just two weeks, rolled back their ban 
after several players flaunted it. Mm. We have reached the end of the quiz. This year has had some ups, it's had some downs, attacked sweaters, <laughs> took the win. Congratulations, Jess and Heather, for winning this year's Big Gay Quiz of the Year. Let us know, listeners, how you did. Uh, cons- uh, commiserations to the Chicken Bullion, uh, uh, Chicken Bullion yeah. team of <laughs> Sebastian <laughs> and Alex. We are playing out with Salt and Vinegar by Lights. I have been Luke Smith. Right, Sebastian.